0: There, audio heads.
1: Buckle up because today's episode is jam packed. We've got Anne-Marie Rose on the line. She's a powerhouse online business strategist who's been in the game for almost a decade. She and her dynamite team have been helping coaches and consultants pivot, scale, and make things happen without all of that overwhelm. Here's the kicker though. They're using a private podcast as their secret weapon to level up their workshops. Anne-Marie is going to share how private podcasts are not just some fancy add-on. They're using it to actually dish out workshop pre-work and make sure that the folks are going back into those replays. And they're even thinking about turning a private podcast, the same one that they're doing for workshops, into an evergreen lead magnet or low-ticket offer. So if you've been curious about how to amplify your workshops or just want to hear some innovative strategies, this is the episode you do not
2: want to miss. All right. Welcome back to this next case study episode with Anne-Marie Rose talking all about using private podcasts in her workshop experience. I can't wait to dive into this one. I love using workshops in marketing. So Great, great to be to here. here. I also am a big fan of workshops. So <laughs> Love it. Love it. So I'm really excited to find out how you first were introduced to private podcasts. Let's start well, there.
0: I don't know if you know my story is maybe similar to any other case studies you're doing, but I have a good fortune of having known Lindsay and Derek for quite a while now, years. And so really the concept of private podcasts was introduced to them by them. I knew of podcast before that, but had not thought to use them as such a simple way to allow our to consume content in an easy audio only way. We were of course providing MP3 downloads of the audio, but that's clunky. That's where Hello Audio comes in and makes it a whole lot simpler for people to just consume on the go. So it was a really a no-brainer for us in the work that we do with our clients because there is some curriculum involved. Some of it is a little bit longer, deeper dive that is nice if you can just digest it on a walk, listen to it for a first time when you're in the carpool line, and refresh on it over time and not have to sit down in front of your computer to do so.
2: Love it. Yes, we agree. Yes. All the, all of it, all, the, all of those things. We absolutely love. So, tell me a little bit about that maybe aha moment or the that moment where you decided that you were actually going yeah, to not use just it you were in your business. Is there something <laughs> that. Right. I mean, that's all it's and sure. that's a valid reason <laughs> no. too. And, right. <laughs> that's a valid reason. But I'm curious, was there something that was happening in your business or something you were trying to accomplish that you thought, you know what, I'm going to give private podcasts? Well, uh, very time.
0: simply, like the first decision was just, oh, this is a solution to something we're already offering, but people aren't using. They're not downloading the MP3s. They're not saving them to their phone. And that takes additional time. And I'm working with business owners who are shifting into scaling mode, they're already really strapped for time. That's why they're coming to work with me because they want to create more spaciousness in their schedule and in their bank account. So to add something as part of the client experience, that's going to further strap them for time to make any sense. So it was really like, this is just in alignment with everything I stand for to make this easier for them to receive the support that I'm providing to them. And we use it not only for our curriculum, but our client calls. And I know what we're going to chat even more about today as part of our workshop experience, but so clients can come back and catch up on calls that they might've missed if they want to do that. Or a lot of times there's verbal copywriting that happens on our client calls as well. So they can come back to how I put language to something that they were struggling to put language to and tweak it and all that stuff. It just was a really natural solution to offer our clients to something that I wanted to provide anyways, but there just wasn't a simple way to do it before. I love that because I think it's an
1: underspoken about use. It is the client one-on-one. We know people use Hello Audio for that, but I think we typically talk about courses. We talk about launches. We talk about all that stuff, but I think people don't click and go, oh, like just the audio version of a coaching call that I have with a mentor that's helping me. There's only so many notes or AI tools and stuff. There is something special about being able to kind of walk away from the computer screen and just take it in as you are doing other parts about your day. So I love that's where you started. So let's dive into this workshop stuff. So let's break down maybe how your funnel is set up and how you use it specifically for workshops. So if you want to give us any kind of step-by-steps, any tweaks you've made along the way, any kind of background knowledge to, to allow somebody listening to replicate. Totally.
0: So our business model is really simple. Most of my clients, we I consult them in a group capacity. We have a signature business consulting experience for women business owners who are shifting into scaling mode called elevate and impact. And my capacity for that is 24 clients per year. So I don't have a really complicated, a really robust funnel that's meant to drive massive volume into our business. Yes, we have is serving 24 clients per year. So something that I realized really in 2021, that was working really well for us from a sales standpoint and and was allowing me to scale our sales yes doing still some sales calls here and there but really allowing people to be introduced to the work that i do me help them get some value is through workshops and the way i love to do workshops is through a bit of a more robust experience i call it a transformative intensive style workshop usually about four hours time so we're going deep they're leaving with something they didn't arrive with. Usually it's clarity, direction, some sense of, okay, I've got this. I'm able to move forward. I have some action steps in place, or maybe even took some action steps. And that has been a really great way to introduce right fit clients to how they can work with me in a deeper way. Spend just a little bit of time sharing our offer there. One thing that I spent, because when clients come in, they or potential clients come into that workshop, there's a moment of context setting and clarity gaining that needs to happen How I had been doing our workshops for, I don't know, probably about a year and a half was I always started with some visioning exercises and things like that. It took up, yes, we had four hours, but it still was taking up about 45-ish minutes of the time to give them that space to reflect. That's something that I infuse into most of my workshop experiences is spaciousness to do the reflecting that so often as CEOs, it can be difficult to find the time to do. We have to feel like we need to go run an Airbnb, get away from our family, our Slack, everything. So I love to create that space during our workshops. However, I also love to create a lot of time for sharing, interaction, personalized guidance. And then of course, there's some learning moments and action-taking moments that need to happen too. So I was I just noticed that this visioning piece and the context setting was taking, you know, 20, 30, sometimes up to 45 minutes. And so the most recent couple of workshops that I hosted, I said, what if we give people a visioning exercise ahead of time to set that context for them? So they come in already having connected some of the dots for themselves. We can jump right in because they've got the context. And then we have more time for sharing, for interaction, the stuff that's really where the magic is. The most recent couple of workshops we did, we created a private podcast with just two episodes that people could access beforehand to help them set that, that do that visioning work and set the context. Then we could dive right in. What we did after the fact was then break up the workshop because it's four hours into single episode, like each chunk of the workshop. Cause there's kind of, you know, natural segments, if you will, we don't sit for the whole four hours. There's breaks and things like that. So there's natural segments that happen. So we broke that up into single episodes. So then people could kind of continue with the private podcast to revisit the replay. So that's, Really, again, it's just creating greater ease in the overall experience for busy business owners. Now I'm taking it a step further, which was something I didn't necessarily plan. It's just me kind of responding <laughs> to things. Now, when I'm getting on connection calls or sales calls with people who I can tell they just need a little more, they potentially need more, greater context for their situation. They need to gain some clarity that we could you know, book an intensive and do, or I could gift them or how you know, sell this workshop replay to them for a low ticket, say, Go through this, and then let's chat. Mm. So it's four hours of my time that's now I have the ability to leverage in a number of different ways. Oh, this is so good. This is good. I so that. I like there's a couple of things. The
1: pre-work, we find that's also helped us with lots of things like challenges, this idea that there's that you can engage people, Before the main engagement where you're giving them a win or you're giving them an aha, now they're more likely to show up because they're like Mm -hmm. connecting you to that win and that, you know, epiphany or whatever you want to call it. And then you're like continuing the feed. What I love about this, because we've heard people do this with sales calls where they'll actually give the sales call, depending on what you do for a sales call. Sometimes it's actually like you do something on the call. It's not like, do you want to just give me money? <laughs> but in that respect, then they're like, oh, cool. If you want to like continue coaching with me, this is what the experience is like. So you're basically being mm-hmm. like, This is how I take care of my clients. And you're showing them like that, you're showing them that movement, you know, that engagement, that it that intimacy, that stuff, that like that connection mm-hmm. that they probably haven't seen other anywhere else also. So I think
0: it's like, it's
1: layered. So I, that was what stood out to me in that sequence. Definitely.
0: Definitely. I'm a big fan of your sales process, embodying the same Mm. energy and components as your service delivery does.
1: Yeah. Very cool. And then recognizing that you... Could add to it. I think this also happens. This is what I love about marketing, right? You test something, you do like a little taste, you try something, and then you get a good response. Then it's like, oh, cool. Like, where else? (laughs) Like, how else can I, you know, do this? And so you bringing up the idea of, repurposing it and selling that repurpose, right? So you sell access to the workshop, the people that experienced it. And then you, it's, you know, I hate the language of a downsell, but it's a downsell. Someone's not ready for the next Mm -hmm. step with you. I can help this person still and maybe get them to the point where they are able to hire me in a year or not. That was what they needed from you. And so the idea that you're able to repurpose
0: that and still help people, On a different type of offer, right? Yeah, and I mean, it remains to be seen because this is something I just started doing in response to several sales calls. Where, to be honest, it's just that the work that I do is so wildly transformative that someone Mm. has to be really ready to commit to going from being solopreneur, booked out, or a lot of times it's that trading time for dollars to okay, we're going to shift in and we're going to operate as a CEO in our business. We're going to shift into a business model that could scale really as far as I want it to, depending on what I actually want. There's a lot of stuff that That's can come lot. up and a mm-hmm. lot of processing that has to happen. And so oftentimes it does take four hours to walk somebody through that process and for them to come to a decision on, for them to sit with it. Sometimes they would need to sit with it for longer after the fact. And listen, I'm a mom of a now 10 month old. I'm a, <laughs> I've got lots of different things going on. I would love to sit and do half day VIP days with everybody mm-hmm. who is ready to move themselves into that space, I don't have the time. And oftentimes that's not the most, in the highest and best service of them. Mm. They need the space to sit with it too. So really, again, I said, it remains to be seen. I'll keep you posted, but I've done this a couple of times. There's always a few magic words that I hear on a sales call that I'm like, yep, you're the right, we're a right fit. Something that when people say, you know, I want to create something that I could deliver more in a group setting Or Mm. I know that this isn't, you know, the end all be all. And there's the next level thing I want to get to, but I just don't know what that looks like. Somebody says to me, I just don't know what that looks like. I'm like, I do. So here, but I I could sit here and I can walk you through all of that. And it's just going to overwhelm you. Mm. Start here. Let me guide you through this in an async kind of way where you can do it on your own time. I'll circle back and see how it went. And I usually will include in my message to them when I send them the link. I'm like, just FYI, like, don't listen to this until you're ready to get on board with making a shift. Cause you're going to be ready to make some major shifts by the time you're done with this. So I just give them that forewarning. I love it. <laughs> and then we can hop on a follow-up chat and see if we're fit to move forward. And I can guide them through the process of making that transformation.
2: I love it. I'm curious if you've received feedback from mm-hmm. the folks that you've given private podcast access to what they think about, especially for folks that maybe aren't familiar with it or didn't realize that was a way that you can consume content. Have you received any maybe specific pieces of feedback that you want to share? So we're
0: coming towards the end of the summer as we're recording this. So I have gotten a lot of feedback and we really started testing this out the very beginning of summer, like end of May. And we had a couple of clients who came on board following a workshop where we use this, who said one who couldn't I think she could only show up maybe for 15, 20 minutes of the live workshop. And out of a four-hour workshop, you're not really getting the full experience. But the reason she was able to fully engage with it was and she's got four kids, full-time business, couple other things going on. This and she was like, Thank goodness you had this private podcast where I could just pop it in as I'm driving the kid. The reason that she became a new client because she got to have that transformative oh, good. experience. And another person who was one who was, you know, sales call. I want this, but I'm not sure what that would look like. I'm like, here, take this. She's like, great, because I'm going on a road trip. So this is perfect. I've been wanting to take the time to think through some of this stuff, but where do I begin? And I'm like, I got you. This is where you begin. Listen to it in the car on your road trip. So again, it's a big thing that I love helping my clients gain is some level of work-life harmony. I hate the word balance. So I just say harmony. It's not going to be all or none. It's not going to be 50-50, but this is just another way where they can have a little more harmony because they're doing something work-related while they're driving in the car or putting some clothes away or whatever it is they're doing, and they don't have to be tied to their desk to do it to gain that transformation, and they've definitely been saying that they love that. so.
1: I love that this is happening in summer. That's such a summer angle. I think as business owners, it slows down. I'm doing air quotes because it's like, it slows down, but you know, it's just different as solopreneurs and and small business owners. We're all chilling with our family, but also running a business. And there were Mm -hmm. seasons where I felt like I had to keep go, go, go. And then there are seasons where it's just like, oh, this is where I catch up or work on the business or like whatever language you want to use. So this idea that someone could still hang out with their family and their kids and go on trips and learn, right? Because if you had handed her a login to a course with worksheets and videos, she would have been like, cool, like, thanks, and probably not have done it. We all have been there ourselves. That's the thing. So I love love how it lines up with summer with this little test. I'm sure it's going to continue to do great results for your people. But yeah, there's something about summer that makes it definitely needed. Totally. Do you have any other specific results or impact that a private podcasting has had in your
0: business? Well, in the rest of our business, besides for workshops, I mean, our clients are able to consume the content much faster because we don't have, I mean, yes, some of our other like smaller ticket things do have shorter videos, but our, I call it our impact framework, which is our signature framework that I guide people through, through Elevate and Impact, which is really, it's, meant to set them up to make the important strategic decisions in their business with support from me, but it's to help them again, gain context, ask, ask themselves the right questions, get informed so that they're thinking about the right things at the right time. Some of those are like 30 minutes or 45 minutes. I haven't been in a place in my business for a long time where I'm going to sit down and consume a 45 minute recorded training. Like yeah. I just haven't. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, is the nature of that Work that I'm guiding them through doesn't really lend itself to a five minute clip, five minute clip, five minute clip, five minute clip. They need to be in the same frame of mind. It would be more stressful if I were to break it up Mm -hmm. and they'd have to keep coming back and getting back into that frame of mind. So it's like we just got to knock it out. But if you can knock it out with earbuds in, unloading the dishwasher, a whole lot easier than saying, I'm going to sit down at my desk for 45 minutes. Don't bug me. Don't knock over that plant. Let me (laughs) close the door. Don't Not die. Hold up. <laughs> Don't, nobody die. Nobody. Yeah. It's just easier it, that, that way of doing things is much easier said than done for most of us. So if we have an alternative, we're more likely to consume it. And that has absolutely been the case with my clients. So they are actually able to move through this, this content that is supportive to them as a CEO in their business.
2: I love this. So you've definitely noticed higher engagement rates, higher consumption rates. I'm sure you're looking at the back end because we're all, every, everyone that has a private That's podcast, we're all looking it. at the my We're looking at consumption. <laughs> yeah. somebody, somebody. somebody, at least somebody yeah. looking at it though. So we're seeing higher engagements. I assume because of it, you're also seeing higher conversions as well. Because if they're consuming the content, they're a lot more likely to actually- So I didn't even think
0: of this, but most, so most of the people who are consuming- our private podcast content, our existing clients, because the workshop strategy is something that's new and we've tested it and people did consume it for those workshops. That's a newer strategy that we're testing out. So the most experience that we have has been from clients. And what I can tell you is that since we started incorporating private podcasts, our retention rate with clients is significantly higher. And that wasn't something I ever set out to do when I created the experience that we have now, but it's just been the natural evolution that of course, as I'm learning and evolving and hiring new people and getting myself in new circles, I'm elevating our business, our experience, and my clients are elevating their businesses in tandem. So it's just been the natural progression where someone gets to a year mark and is, and here's where I want to go next. And I'm like, awesome. And I can, because we've expanded too, here's how I can continue to support you. And I don't think it's any accident that that's also been, you know, really since they've also been able to consume the content via private podcasts as well, that just allows them to, again, be more engaged, get more out of it, and do that without it requiring more time, more effort, more sitting at their desk.
2: Absolutely. I love it. And retention is something we've had a few other users talk about just by adding private podcasts, which... I'm going to talk a little bit about this in a second, about how easy you really think it is, because we always say it's easy, but I'd like to hear it from your perspective if it was easy to add things into your business. But I still think adding a private podcast is one of the easiest and fastest way to get ROI, either on the front end with leads and sales or on the back end with retention and retaining your clients. So talk to us a little bit about how Maybe if you had any hesitations in doing this or how easy you really thought it was to implement this strategy in your... I thought it was fairly simple because we I knew we had the audios of everything that we initially wanted to start
0: out creating. And I do have a team, so it's not me doing it, though I'm savvy enough with online business stuff that I can click around and figure it out. So it really hasn't... There's been no... Big hiccups or anything for us in implementing it. It's been straightforward, simple enough, and yeah, it's been just a a good experience overall for us. And I just would recommend it that I don't think it's too, if you've uploaded some stuff to a course platform or whatever Mm. before, it's not, you're not going to get thrown for a loop about this. It's
1: (laughs) like it's a lot easier than that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's You only have to
1: upload it to one module and you get to do it all at once. That's like what it's like. And you don't have to move videos or make sure videos have to look a certain way or thumbnails. You don't need thumbnails. There you go. Totally. Totally. Do you have any advice for people who are looking like, I think there's a lot of people who aren't sure what their first podcast would be, you know, so we touched on like ease, but do you have any advice for people that are looking to launch a
0: private podcast potentially? So there's so many things that you can do with a private podcast that we haven't even begun to really scratch the surface on testing. But I always love, and I do this with my clients too, like look at the assets you've already created. Have you been going live on Instagram? Have you been, were you featured in a couple of summits where they didn't have an exclusive use contract? Could you piece together things you've already done? Maybe it's even a series of coaching calls, or maybe you want to do an activation where use the word activation instead of launch a lot of times. Cause I think sometimes people get a little bit like <laughs> when they hear the word launch these yeah. days for some reason, but and because we've been doing workshops that are really simple and was like one day I just called them an act. So maybe you want to do an activation where you're going to offer some complimentary coaching or lower cost coaching, or maybe it's special Q and A's with your course. And you turn that into a private podcast And that could then be like, there's literally so many different options. So where I would start is thinking of what are you, have you already done or that you're already thinking of doing and how can you leverage a private podcast as part of it? Just like I did with workshops. It was something I was already doing. And now we've considered setting that up as a lead magnet itself. We haven't done it specifically yet, but I have no doubt that we will. I'm just as, let's do this when... To solve a problem rather than create a whole Just new begin. initiative around it, <laughs> most of the time, yeah,
1: I find that that's a, a big thing with a lot yeah. of our users. It's like, how do I not turn everything into it and upend? <laughs> like, yes. we do have to pace ourselves. But I, you started with our favorite thing too. It's like, what do you already have? What's kind of already working that could you know make it even better? I think that's a great starting point versus coming up with a new audio course, for example, which we love as well, but you know, especially for your first, I think starting with something that's already working is huge. I agree. I agree. Perfect. So we end every case study episode okay. with this question. If there was a private podcast of your life ramblings, what would it be called?
2: Oh, she's frozen.
1: Oh. Did I freeze? <laughs> Did you hear anything yeah. I said? <laughs> no worries.
0: No. I, we'll I restart.
1: ask the question. <laughs> All right, so at the end of every case study interview, we ask our guest if there was a private podcast with your life ramblings, what would it be called?
0: I'm going to cheat a little bit here, and this is the same answer I give when people ask, you know, if you wrote a memoir, what would it be titled? And I think it would also make a great podcast name, and it would be yes and also no. And it would be <laughs> yes with a period after it and comma it's also great. no period. <laughs> Pretty. good. Concepts of leading into risk-taking, bravery, and also setting really strong boundaries. Basically,
1: I would subscribe. Love that. So,
0: keep an eye (laughs) out. Maybe when I am absolutely give me ten years. (laughs) Hopefully, we're
1: still around in ten years. People are making their life rambling. That you know, podcasting lends really well to that, right? Like writing a a memoir feels a lot, and then but man, just like grabbing your mic when something crazy is happening.
0: (laughs) That's so true.
1: Yeah feels a lot easier well it has been so much fun to have you on amory we well we'll have to have you back to hear about your workshop and what the new initiative is we would love to get those numbers when you're ready to share them
0: definitely i'll be collecting them and keeping you posted that's for sure or someone on the team will at least (laughs) someone on the team will yeah if it comes to collecting numbers, someone on the team is collecting them and reporting them to
1: me. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming and stopping by. Yeah, of course. And there you have it, heads. Another episode of Launch Your Private Podcast is in the books. I hope you're leaving today feeling even more ready to amplify your voice and connect with your audience in meaningful ways. The adventure continues in our next episode with even more insights, strategies, and inspiration to help you along your own private podcasting journey. Of course, make sure to check out HelloAudio.fm to start your own private podcast. And remember, you've got amazing content that needs to be heard. So let's turn the volume up. Until next time.